All right, here we go. Another episode of the Musings of Dirtbag Duke. Hope you're doing well, staying safe, staying healthy out there. All I can, all you can say is that this quarterback has his team in the NFC championship game. He's not the only reason why this team is in the NFC championship game, but he is an integral part of the reason why that team, this team particularly, is in the NFC playoff champion, NFC championship game. And he continues to catch a lot of flack, a lot of negativity toward him. And he sure as heck doesn't need anyone, particular me, to defend him. But I feel that I might as well venture into the conversation, I guess you can say. Um, because there's a lot of, I mean, if any, if anybody and everybody can lay out their two cents on some of this stuff, I guess, I guess then I, I sure can, especially when I try to make it to be based in reality. Um, because just because somebody's a, a former player or talking head or whatever, doesn't make them necessarily doesn't it isn't going to guarantee that they're necessarily going to be honest and truthful about the situation correct they're not going to let their um motives uh negative motives have anything to do to influence them right their personal opinions jealousy whatever you want to call it and I and I frankly think that's what it is excuse me, is, is jealousy in, in some of these people's comments. Cause the people that are, some of the people that are making these comments, um, I guess don't have any room, I guess, to, to be critical of this person. And I've said it before. Um, but I, I come from it from this angle that again, Watched watched him play several many times, um, in 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 several in person, um, and, and not that it matters, right? Um, but there are some things maybe you can see <clears throat> either on TV that you don't see in, in live, and then and vice versa, or not live, but you know there and vice versa. But <clears throat> either way, watched him play many games and was very probably overly critical of it but and and so now to say that on the flip side of it, that the the, the the criticism he's getting is is not warranted and I think you know you know exactly who I'm talking about is Brock Purdy out there in San Francisco and again I read a bunch of stuff online this week which weekend negativity is surrounding him you know he's just a system quarterback he's not that great blah 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 but it's coming from these guys that are no longer in the league that 
couldn't do things or couldn't prove that they can, that they, you know, should be there. And I think the number one, of the number one things is, is coachability. And I think that's where some of these people that aren't in the league anymore have that issues. I don't, I don't think that they're, they're coachable. They have, uh, they bring some negativity. They bring some bad vibe, I guess you can say, or something to the locker room. Right. And so these, these, these aren't, you know, it's about me. Look at me always how I'm dressed how I act, whatever, and it's not about the team and the team at the end of the day winning overall, right? They, they'll tell you that, but their actions don't prove that. <clears throat> and I think that's what the, the difference is one of the things that sets him aside. He is coachable because, again, I said this before and I'll say it again. When, you, when I watched him in college, he, he, <clears throat> he, was, he was athletic. He, he, did, he did okay, um, but he would always – not always, many times, um, make some mistakes with some throws that, that he shouldn't have made. And he was either trying to do too much or had too much confidence in his abilities and um, didn't have the timing down and, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and therefore that he would, you know, make mistakes. Now, many times, several times that he was able to um, correct things or not make those mistakes and then, you know, f- figure out a way for them to come back and win these games, <clears throat> some games, and sometimes they didn't. But looking at him going into into the pros and not being highly drafted, and we all know the story of Tom Brady, you know, not being highly drafted either, but turning out to be very well. But anyway, you know, felt like that, that kind of fit the bill, right, because he didn't prove a whole lot. Now, is he that elite status um, type quarterback? I, I don't know that. Um, can't can't say that, but that doesn't matter. What I think what matters is that you that your team wins, right? Um, I, but I also won't t- say that he was, he's a system quarterback. I don't I don't think that's the case either. I think he's a he's a quarterback that fits in this system or the system fits him well because he's coachable, right? He's coachable. Other quarterbacks have come in here and not had the success, come in there and had not had the success that he's had um, in winning. And so therefore I think that has a lot to do with it too. You still have to execute the plays. You still have to make plays. You still have to be athletic enough. You still have to have uh, the, the football IQ, those things to execute the plays, right? And so to be able to read defenses, to be able to, um, you know, make the timing routes, make the, the you know, the, the decisions, the check down or, or whatever, um, to, to survey the field, things like that. So to say that it's only about the system and that he wouldn't succeed anywhere else is not necessarily true. Now, <clears throat> I will also say that, you know, he, again, you, but any quarterback in any system doesn't make, doesn't make always make sense, right? I mean, when guys are drafted, they always look at the quarterbacks or the position players, the, how they're going to fit into their program, right? Their system, right? Their system. And I think one of the things overall that I, I think that doesn't maybe get as much 
credit as it is and, and, and should be due is the idea of being coachable. That, that should be the number one, right? Number one, number one, a one B, whatever you want to say. I think, yes, for sure. Guy needs some speed, needs some talent, needs some strength, but I think, you know, also needs to be coach, coachable. And I think that's where, um, you know, Brock comes in, right? Do they have a lot of talent on offense? Absolutely. But again, you still got to make the plays. You still got to be able to react in, in, in game time situations. And, and I think that's one of the things that he has, he has done very well. At the end of the day, is he going to win a bunch of MVPs? Probably not. And that's okay. Because what you're going to look back at for him is his overall success. Right? And how many times, how many times, obviously we know everybody's, you know, number one is always going to be how many Super Bowl rings do you have? Okay. But I think also you got to look at with, you know, how many times have they played in the Super Bowl? How many times have they played in the NFC Championship game? And then overall wins and just overall success. And I think that's one of the things that he's proven. And that's why I think if nothing else, okay, if you don't want to, if you don't want to com- compliment him, and, and, and again, I apologize, I do this all the time, and I apologize all the time for it, but if somebody doesn't want to compliment him, fine. Okay, just don't be criticizing him unnecessarily. Okay, don't be tearing him down out of jealousy, right? Be honest, and if you can't say something um, positive about it, and if somebody can't say anything positive, the talking so-called talking heads and experts can't say anything positive about him, then don't say anything. Don't talk about him at all, because it's just it's it's disingenuous. It's it's false it's a false narrative and it's and it's lies and and it's 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 gross it's it's transparently you know pathetic but that's i'll say it's pathetic to sit there and criticize somebody who's 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 winning right and the so-called quarterbacks that people really like in the league or think that are so-called so great, necessarily aren't there, right? Right? The, the ones that they feel like that are quote-unquote better aren't there. Except for, the, except for the, the four that are still left. And granted, yes, it is a team. It is a team sport, right? So your defense has to do well. Your defense has to do well. But to say that, you know, he he's not that good is 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 just an outright outright lie. So this story continues and there continues to be this spotlight unnecessarily I believe on on the University of Alabama and their football program with the transfers and and everything else and and 
all this, I guess, nonsense and this quote-unquote fallout of the retirement of, of Nick Saban. And I guess th- this proves this proves that they are the gold standard. They are the top of the heap when it comes to college football today. And I think in 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 future in the future also, right? They that they, they, they are going to be the standard bearer of excellence um and what it's and what it takes to be a an elite program, right? A dynasty. I'll use the word it's a dynasty because because all we hear about is everybody celebrating the negativity of kids transferring out. And the point is, is that, again, the idea of um, the folks that are there, and I think Nixon mentioned this before, is that winners focus on winners, losers focus on winners, right? Winners focus on winning, sorry, winners focus on winning, losers focus on winners. And all these programs that are, that are celebrating the the what they believe as the demise of the Crimson Tide is is overhyped and and will come to um, I believe a short quick end once the season starts back up again and if and if nobody has anything else much positive to say about their own programs that tells you everything that people need to know about that program. And it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter who a program is. They're going to continually struggle with with transfers and the portal, the transfer portal and NIL and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Players are, are always going to believe, will always believe that, that they deserve more playing time if they're not a starter getting a lot of playing time. So a player's not going to want to sit behind somebody for a number of years if they feel like that they are better. Whether or not that is true, that's another story, but if they feel like that they're better, they're, they're not going to want to sit behind somebody else, or if they can go get a bag of cash to go somewhere else, they're going to do that. And we've seen that, right? We've seen that, that, you know, there is, that's the, that is the case and that'll continue to be the case whether or not, um, Nick Saban or someone like Nick Saban retires or leaves, leaves a team. And again, the philosophy is is that that Nick's always had there at Alabama, and that's the next man in, right? Next one in, next man up. And that they have the depth and the ability to just next man in, plug play, right? And so, again, they don't want anybody there that don't want to be there. Right, and that just makes sense. But if they're not willing to to stick it out to contribute 
to the success of this program, then see you later. And and there could have been some of that cases. And I think of uh, one individual that I feel like maybe that's the case. Maybe that he, you know, checked out and therefore didn't didn't do as well in the playoff game as maybe as it could have. And, and maybe that could have been the case of several players. We don't know. And to, to think that just because Nick's gone, that's going to change things down there drastically. It's not. Now, again, I don't, I don't have, and, and maybe I'm short-sighting and, and, and um, but I don't have that expectations that they need to win, that, they're, that, they, that, they, need, that they will win six titles in, in uh, 16, 17 years like Nick, Nick did. I, I don't, you know. And not saying that's not out of their own possibility with that program because because of this, they've changed the culture, right? Everybody thinks it's going to go back to the Mike Shula days and some of the other coaches where they, you know, were were um, struggling mightily because they've changed the philosophy and, and the culture around there. And the AD has ch- had changed that. And they prove that by, by getting somebody who necessarily doesn't have any ties to the program like they were kind of that philosophy they had before. So you go out and spend the, the boatload and, and go get Nick Saban, right, and bring him in. And now they've done that with, with, with Coach DeBoer is that they've, you know, went out and, and didn't care whether or not he had any ties to him. They wanted the best press person they could possibly get. And Nick's brought a culture of winning to that program and the, the set the standard and continually will have that influence there. And I think that's going to make the difference of between the transition they've had in the past to what they're having today. And I think this 12-team playoff is going to help, I think, in the near future for them. And so th- that it'll be okay if they have a two-loss season or a one-loss season because they'll still have a, uh, a a foot in the door to get in the playoffs. Now you're going to have to play more games. But I think with this NIL deals and the transfer portal that the college football is, is going to be continued to be diluted, that there'll be you know a few top teams. Every year, and I don't think it consistently can be the, the 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 top teams year over year over year the same ones, right? I mean, as far as winning championships, but I think you'll see that there'll be a few schools that will be able to survive, and I think Alabama's one of them. And then you'll have somebody will come in and and do well from time to time, but it won't be consistent. And but until we see how this sorts out, I think. Uh, going forward, I think you know you got to look at these teams, and, and that's Georgia. Uh, I think Kirby's you know has a good program down there, and I think they'll continue to do well. And I think that um, that he has the ability to to 
um, have that team consistently in in the playoffs and doing well. And I think so. There, I think you got to talk about them. I think you obviously talk about Alabama because of their history and because of the culture there, and 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 because of the the definite potential for the future there. Then I think you got to throw in there Michigan. Now a lot of it has to do with whether or not Harbaugh comes back, and I think that's the biggest thing. But I think if Harbaugh is still there this fall, I think you got to talk about them still being one of the top teams to contend with. Then I think you got to look at a at a Texas, but I think that with them going to the SEC and not being in that weaker conference like the Big Twelve, I think it's going to be a little bit more of a challenge. But I think you got to throw them in there right now. Um as one of the, t- the the top top teams, but we'll see what happens this year in the SEC. And then teams that are always going to hang around there that you never know what, you know, it's, and, and maybe Ohio State too. I, again, I don't know, um, but I think maybe you got to throw them in there too for now. And then probably, you could probably say there's a few more in there, but I think there's, this year is going to really prove that to see who's going to be there. But then you might, you know, see an Ole Miss or an LSU sneak in there once in a while and kind of stir up some things and maybe have a good run in the playoffs. Uh, you might see an Oregon in there too, having a good run in the playoffs, right? See them kind of go, you know. So those, th- that's what you. I think that's what you're going to see in the future is that um, necessarily not that domination. I think it's going to be very difficult, and maybe I'm completely wet, but I think it's going to be very difficult for a team to do what Georgia did and do back-to-backs. Especially now where they've got to play more tougher teams in, 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 the, in the season. And I think that's, that makes a lot of it up right there. And again... Um, the weaknesses are going to be exposed and they're going to have to deal with some of the injuries and some of the struggles there where they're going to be pushed down the line in the playoffs and then, you know, have to make deep runs. And, and so I think that's where it's going to be challenging to, for some of these teams. But I, th- I think, again, they've got a lot to prove with losing their top tight end. I think the top player of the college football I've said this many times that, 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 that kid is is huge for that team, and, and so can can other people step up, and will they have that consistency that they need, and is their defense going to be good? I think obviously the question marks with Alabama and and you know with the coaching change and and losing kids in the in the transfer portal, but they also they're going to get some back. So there's a lot of things I guess that are that are left to be answered. And I think that's going to make it, I guess, somewhat exciting going into the season this fall. It's a long ways away, though. It's only January. I guess I, I, I really, I guess, I just want to stop talking about it now, be done with it, because I don't want to, to wish the summer away because, you know, all the fun and, and long days and out on the bike. And so I'm not going to wish for the fall yet. I'm not going to wish for this season to get started. In fact, I hope it doesn't come for a long, long time. But I guess it's a topic. And so, again, I got to throw my two cents in there because I can. Well, that's all I've got for this episode. Hope you're doing well, staying safe, staying warm, staying healthy out there. And until next time.